sat on my window and they told me I don't need to worry summer came like cinnamon so sweet little girls double dutch on the concrete and I'm back with another episode of the Rosie Perspective. On today's episode, I am joined by Bourgeois Latte from the Bourgeois Latte uh, station on Station Head. Mm -hmm. That's correct. All right. So today I want to talk about uh, dating, standards, relationships, etc. So before we recorded, you did tell me that, you know, you now reside in Arizona. So I wanted Mm -hmm. to get a little bit into about what I guess the dating life is kind of like in Arizona. I don't know. Nobody in Arizona. Girl, the dating life, there's no such thing as dating out here. Really? You see, the, especially for black women. I hate to, you know, put color into this, but I got to keep it real. I mean, you you know, look, Arizona, um, the last state to honor Martin Luther King holiday. So what does that tell I know, that's crazy. So okay. I guess, obviously you can't say exactly, but ratio-wise, like how... What's the percentage of, like, Black men that you've encountered? You know, the Black men here don't even pay attention to me. I don't even exist. Damn, they all like white women? You know, they all, they love white women or Latino. Oh, okay. You know? And, you know, that's cool. That's your preference. But I really think it's because the women here, they are out to hunt. Dang, really? They're the hunters, yeah. Wow. So the men don't have to put in no work because they are already in the hunt. They already know who they want, you know, how they want it, when they want it. That it's like they study these. Oh things. wow. Okay. <laughs> so you have to be on it, on it, or you gonna miss your opportunity, I guess. Exactly. And you know, black women are not about that life. Not, um, yeah I know I know <laughs> I mean you know but that's kind of unfortunate where you feel like you're being overlooked for and it, it happens and it's real but it's like damn like okay so I'm not gonna get seen um you know this white or Latina is gonna get seen and it's like okay brothers we just gonna act like I'm not here yeah girl I went to a, a Bobby V concert right girls fun interview Bobby V went to a um, private party called the Internationals. This is in Scottsdale. Now, Scottsdale's like the elite. That's where the rich is. Oh, okay. I've heard of uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, that's where all the, you know, the partiers go. I mean, that's the place to go, right? Even the the place Internationals is nice. So, I mean, I had my friend, and she's like um, white, white Persian or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and she always calling herself a mixed breed a mutt but she she like a white boy. <laughs> but um you know so i'm telling you i entered the building not one man looked at Dang. me not one black man they like was all over her i mean it was crazy wow yeah. I mean, one black guy knocked me over. It's to the point where it's get, it, it got really disrespectful. Damn. So isn't that disheartening, though? Because you reside there. I mean, do you plan on living there for long? Not saying you should move because there ain't no brothers out there for you to um, date. But damn, like, at this point, how you want? You know what? I My daughter now, now that she's in college and I don't have to, um, you know, it was basically for her. I needed a change. The cost of living is better because mm-hmm. I'm from Chicago. I'm a Chicago girl, you know, and, and I'm not going to lie. It's still hard for me to adapt. I've been here for quite for quite some time, wow. but it's almost like, you know, there's some when you're a mother, when you're a parent, you know, when you, when you raise your kids, you, you want to raise them in a safe environment of and then you want them to have the best. And sometimes you got to sacrifice your you're happy. I understand. You know, you know what I mean? Because when you have kids, it's not about you no more. Absolutely. Right about that. Okay. So I had did that at the time I was married when I moved out here. It didn't work out. Okay. And uh and then when you start, you know, dating and seeing what's going on, you're like, oh my goodness. Girl. Like at this point you can't make this up. Like I'm I be trying to look at the positive side of dating. I can't find it. I haven't been able to in a while. Mm-hmm. Every now and then you'll have good moments, but I feel like everything's so temporary and it's so exhausting because you know you get to know somebody. Some people don't mind doing it. That's why like some people are like, yeah, I date multiple people at one time. I enjoy it. For me, I don't really like to get to know too many people at one time or over and over yes. it's draining to me i don't want to talk about what you like what you don't like and then it doesn't work out and then the next person what's your favorite color what do you like oh my god i'm over it i'm just like Ugh. but you know what i think that's the wrong topic to talk about and what i mean by that even the questions alone that you shouldn't be asking that person you know what i mean okay the basic stuff your favorite color but to me who yeah cares no about i know <laughs> you're right you're right you're right you know what i'm saying I want to know, do you know how to pay a bill? You know, <laughs> do you know how to pay a bill, brother? <laughs> you know, can you spell a bill? Okay? Look, I met a fine brother. Girl, let me tell you, I met a fine brother. Fine as hell. You hear me? Tall, chocolate, smell good. Ugh. Smell good he always gets dumb you. dumb as hell. Really? He was dumb. Ew. Oh, my God. I mean, he was, he, oh, girl. Girl, he had the unk. He, you know, he was the representation of, you know, the strong black man, you know, the the million man march movement type of brother. (laughs) So what was it that was kind of like off about him? Girl, he just wasn't bright. Mm. Like he'll say some things, and I'm like, hey, that's an easy word. Like, maybe that's just a Virgo in me, and I was just kind of like, ooh. Oh, okay. okay. This ain't gonna work out. Was he a, a guy in Arizona? Yeah, oh, okay. But he was a truck driver too. Oh, okay. Okay. So, you know, it you know, it's truck drivers are cool. I mean, I mean for the most part, but long long hours on the road, they're away. Do you think okay, let's say he wasn't as unbright as he was. Do you think that could have been like 
a long-term thing for the simple fact that, you know, he is on the road a lot. Are you one of the type of women that kind of, I guess, quality time is extremely important? Or are you okay with, like, a lot of space? I'm glad you mentioned quality time because everybody has a love language. And that was one of the things that I had problems with. I I didn't get enough quality time and I like quality quality time. That's one of my love languages and the act of kindness. You yeah. Know, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, you know, I think what was it? The um um service, the act of service. Oh, okay, okay. Act of service and quality time. Is. Right. Okay, question. Those are my two um love languages. So quality time. If you if okay, your love language is quality time. If you are spending quality time with someone but they are constantly on their phone, does that take away uh I guess the quality time for you or as long as you're physically together, it's cool. Physically together. So if you're so you wouldn't mind? I wouldn't mind, but it depends on the situation cuz see now I'm I'm running the business. And if I'm involved with anyone, I mean, there is this one guy that's really cool. But I let him know, look, I may not be the woman for you because I'm real busy. I'm trying to build an empire. I'm trying to make money moves. You know, I'm not trying to, you know, work for the rest of my life. Yeah. Um, we may have quality, you know, we can have that quality time, but I might be on my phone. I might be doing something. Somebody, you know, artist might hit me up, like, I'm in the middle of trying to, you know, get my life in order so that I can have a nest egg. You know okay, that's saying? understandable. You know, so I explain those things to men, and some men don't like it. And they don't, sometimes they don't like the attention. And sometimes I get some really good looking guys hitting my, my, you know, my inbox. Oh, okay, okay. Phone. But this is a business. Now, no. I can get one of them. If I want them, I'm going to get them if I really want them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> So, and I let it be known, but, you know, this, this is a business. Women, we move differently. We can look at a brother and be like, damn, he fine. You know, and still admire it and keep going. Yes, we can. Men yes. can't do that. See, I've had this conversation before, and I've had uh, men try to make it seem like um, they can do it just the same. And I'm sure maybe somewhere out there some can, but I do feel like, and guys, don't don't freaking shoot me here, but I do feel like um, men are just easily tempted. Like, I feel like when mm -hmm. they obtain the same amount of attention that we get in the inbox, I feel like they don't know what to do with themselves. Like, they entertain foolish conversations that they know is oh, crossing yeah. boundaries, but they're like, oh, no, it's no big deal. Because I, Whereas we can have men in our inbox and we can have conversations and soon as they start to go left, we bring it right back. Or we just mm -hmm. stop having that conversation. So I I agree with you. I feel like men and women handle that differently. Like all the attention that they get. Not all of them, but for the most part, they get a little attention happy. Yeah. Yes, they do. And it, it's crazy because, and even cheating. Because last night I had my show, the Cougar show. Because I have two different shows. I have the one for independent artists. The other one is where I get my girls you know, okay. and, or I'll bring a special guest on and we'll talk about, I don't know, you know, sexual. Uh, oh, I think I've seen that. Did you post that on your, um, on your yeah. IG? Okay. Uh-huh. You know, and we talk about men, international men and American men. Are there a difference? You know, and my girl, see, Coco was like, look, let me tell you something. 
a man is going to do what he want to do. It don't matter. They all men. Men operate all the same way. Yep. But culturally, some don't. And that's what I was trying to explain to her. I can talk about because I was married to somebody who was culturally different. Okay. It's very hard. It's very hard. Hard like what? You guys were so different from the, I guess, his way of doing things as far as dating and relationship? No, it's more on um, families. Oh, okay, okay. Some that are very committed. It's almost to the point where their family is is involved in the relationship. Mm -hmm. You know? And that's just part of their culture. Yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, just like Hispanics, I don't even know whether that's even politically correct to say, you know, they're involved. That's yeah. Some things I'm like, I, I couldn't be married to somebody who parents live with me 24-7. And, and, but you know what? Economically, yeah, <laughs> way better than black people. So they must be doing something right. No, I don't know. No, I get it. I mean, but, I get it. But at the same time, they are, are not 100%. So people that are listening let's not do that but um but you know there's a lot of them in one house so they can have Mm -hmm. three aunts and two uncles and the grandma and the grandpa and three grandchildren uh yeah so economically you guys are doing better because you guys are a lot in one home so exactly i do get it and then yeah some people in some cultures they are very involved and some of them feel like it's disrespectful to say anything to their family members or their parents because that's just not not a part of their culture to quote unquote talk back or disrespect or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they go mm-hmm. with it, which I'm sure for Americans, it's like, ah, uh-uh. <laughs> mm-hmm. okay. So, okay. So I wanted to talk about, and like I said, I've had um, a couple men on and I've asked them regarding relationship standards. They've set for themselves boundaries. Um, and then I also wanted to get into dating now, um, how it is compared to before. Um, so I guess I'll start with the relationship standards. Do you have like standards you, you've kind of set? What are a few of them where you just kind of like, no, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't afford to not set these standards and live by them. You know, we all have standards, job standards, right? Mm -hmm. Certain standards from our our children. I I kind of feel like this is people misinterpret standards as expectations. Okay. You know what I mean? And I sometimes think that's what hurts us from finding a good mate. So I have to look at it as, what it stands for i mean i like like we have a preference where we like a tall man you know i i kind of feel like we miss our blessings we want the tall man the beer gang i ain't gonna lie i like a tall man with a thick beard you know i hear that smell good now that's all that's that's a standard right there you got to smell good yeah (laughs) hygiene is important (laughs) yeah for sure definitely hygiene (laughs) no but I, I honestly feel like, you know, you have to have some type of chemistry because sometimes your standards, it may change. Yeah, you're right. It really does. You ever see movies where, you know, some woman likes some guy and those were her standards, but then she ended up meeting somebody who's totally different. Yeah, I know. I know. You're right. You know, I don't know if you remember that movie with Sanaa Lathan. She wanted a black man, you know, strong, educated, 
fine. Oh wow! Um, yes, so wasn't cute. it Wesley Snipes in it? No, um, uh, no, Blair Underwood. Oh no, I don't remember. Something new. Oh, something okay. new. Okay, okay, okay. Now you gotta watch that. That's an old movie, but something new. And she won the black man. She was middle class, highly educated. You know, she worked for corporate America. Um, you know, just bought a, a home in in California. You know, just starting her life off. You you can tell her parents had money. Her father was a doctor. You know, her brother. You know, he was a doctor. Um, and she had these standards, and she ended up, you know, dating all these wrong guys or whatever, meeting the wrong ones, and then she ended up meeting some white guy. Okay, mm-hmm. meeting a white guy who was. Um, who used to work in, in he used to be an architect and now he he was a landscaper and he was like remodeling her you know her backyard um creating a garden a home you know patio and uh and they had a lot in common and he changed her and what i mean by that is he made her aware of some things like he asked her what's are you wearing a weave? And she got mad. <laughs> but girl, you have to see the movie. The movie is is it made me think something new. I, I've it heard of it, but I don't new. think I've ever actually watched it. You would like it, trust me. Okay, I'll have to check it out. You would love it because your standards, your standards sometimes hold you back from finding someone that's right in front of your face. True. And that's what was one of the situations. He was fine too. He was a fine white boy. Not, you know, I don't, I ain't got nothing against the white boys, you know, because th- there has been a couple that has approached me here in Arizona. <laughs> I'm just not ready for swirling. I don't really want to swirl, you know. I hear that, girl. I you know, hear that. I, I, you know, dark chocolate is very good for you. Is there you a lot what? of dark chocolate in Arizona? Oh yeah, girl. This oh okay. Oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like them chocolate. I don't know. The light skinned men make you feel, you know, they feel already entitled. I don't want to date no light skinned privileged brother. <laughs> hey, you have the right to like what you like. I hear that. If I ain't gonna lie though. If I, if I see a, a good looking light skinned dude and he's good to me, I, I'll give him a shot. But I, in my mind, I'm thinking, you already privileged brother. Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. <laughs> and they know they are. You're that right. They definitely do know. That's why they say, what? Um, what do they say? Like the light skinned brothers. I forgot what they usually use. They're not soft. They use something basically. The memes will be cracking me. Yeah, up. they do. They definitely do. <laughs> but um, okay. So, so as far as the standard thing, do you feel like you typically date the same type of guys? Nope. They always different. I make it a point to date differently. I mean, I've dated differently too, girl. I mean, <laughs> girl, you better exp- look. I- I'm just gonna tell you from you know from. I am 49 years old. I know it's hard to believe. You're like, why are you friend on me? You yes. look great, girl. Oh, yeah, you just had a birthday. <laughs> yeah. Yes, you better. Okay, yes. You know, and I'm, I'm just telling you this from wisdom because I have dated them all. I'm telling you. I, I've been through a lot of relationships. I've been married twice. You know, um, people always say, don't be taking, you know, um, advice from people who've been married. No, those are the ones that you want to take advice from because they have experienced it, and they don't want you to repeat the BS. I hear that. Talk to me. <laughs> so I'm just telling you, date them all. 
experience them all. Date you a nerd, you know what I'm saying? Date you a gamer. I'm telling you, you will find things in each man that you date. And then you will sum up what you really want. And yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, and you ain't got to date a whole bunch because I, girl, that's a headache. Yeah, I know. Tell me about it. <laughs> I can't do that. Tell me I about date it. One at a time. And if I don't like you, then I'm done. Then I'll date the next. Yeah, that's how I am too. But people are like, you know, um, obviously people operate differently, but people are like, no, you have to date multiple people at once. I'm like, I just, it's not that I can't do it. Of course I can, but I'm just kind of like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I've just never been that person. And I, it's like, okay, you're just dating. Not that you're having sex, sex with them or anything. But it's like, okay, I'm going to go out with John today. And then, um, I don't know, Monday, I'm going to go out with, you know, Tyrone. And then on Wednesday, some people are like, hey, whatever. But for me, I, what if I really like Tyrone? And I want to keep right. going out with Tyrone. Now it's like, you know, and they're like, no, don't do that. And I'm like, okay, I, see, there's too many, too many rules here. I don't freaking know. <laughs> no, you're not a Rubik's Cube. You For real. <laughs> you know? but, but I just, but I honestly feel like in a way you do need to date, but take your time dating each one. Yeah. Because you really find out a lot of things about yourself when you take the time to date. You're right. You know? Because uh, well, some that Oprah says she said you must be fearless enough to give yourself the love you didn't receive, and oh. I sometimes think it has a lot to do with our dating. Yeah, date. I agree. I do agree with that. That's a good statement. Mm-hmm. Like, do you love yourself? There are certain things that we ignore in relationships. You know, like when people cheat on you. Like, if he cheated with you, he'll you know he'll cheat on you. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know what I mean? Like, there's things that we, we don't even really think about. You're right. I definitely agree with that. But, you know, now, I mean, I'm not blaming the women particularly, but women do operate a little differently now as well than they used to because mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, they just got fed up. Like, dudes is playing way too much games. All right, I'm going to just be on my savage shit. Granted, that may be working for them. It may not be, but obviously things have changed. So it's kind of like, you know, I'll take your man. Oh, well, and I'll have him and you can't get him back and all that mindset. It's kind of like, girl, what did I say? Um, You lose him how you get him. Some people say yep. that's not true, but yep. for the most part, it usually works out that way. I just think sometimes, you know, I, I, I truly believe and like my friend C. Coco said last night, you got to test drive some of this these these uh men you gotta test drive some of them to me i just you can't be test driving every damn body yeah you gotta have chemistry you know what i'm saying yeah you know it's just the chemistry gotta be there and you know it you will know it when it's when it's unfamiliar you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because you can be attracted to somebody and you felt that attraction before but the the attraction i'm talking about it's gonna feel different yeah you know no. And I truly believe if a man wants you, nothing can keep him away. If he doesn't want you, nothing can keep him stay. You are absolutely right about that. That is, I've had this conversation with my dad and, you know, he's just like, if a man wants you or he likes you, then that's it. You ain't got to do nothing else. Now, if he don't, then you in trouble. And that's why you feel like you're pulling teeth with certain things. But he's like, no, if he likes you, he likes you. And if he don't, he don't. That's just what it is. Exactly. I think we just read into things and we make excuses for a man. Yes, his ma'am. behaviors. 
And we gotta stop that. But it's because we want it, we want it so badly, you know? Yep. We want it to work out. I completely agree. But how do you know when like you are being overly sensitive or like you know, because sometimes women we have a habit of um let me see how to say this. We have a habit of not necessarily okay. Some some women be like, "Oh, he did this once. I'm cutting him off," and it's not a bad thing. Some people can just tell when some bullshit is just about to be a repetitive thing. So I mm-hmm. guess, how would you say you would gauge whether or not okay he just did this, but he knows whatever versus like okay I got to cut him off because I can tell that this is something that's going to be a continuous issue. I'm sure it depends on what it is, but yeah, it really depends on the situation. But if you're feeling that, then you better follow it. If you feel it, you better follow it. Yeah. That's just how I feel. You know, if he's stringing you along, then he probably is. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, if you feel it, what does it say? Gut feeling always always go with it. You have to. And don't feel like you can change a man. Don't feel, you know, that you can change his views. People aren't going to change simply because you want them to. You're right about that. You know? It's not, it just ain't gonna work. And sometimes it's really you. You You gotta take responsibility for some of your feelings yeah the brother probably try to approach you try to you know them f boys you know you know there's a lot of them out there yeah but you we have the control that's the thing that we don't get you're right see you know what i'm saying we really have the control you're absolutely right you can cut it off you can keep going if you want you can do whatever you want you're right about that so what brother chick have him? If you gone bye. <laughs> <laughs> Go be somebody else's headache. Okay. All right. All right. So going okay, while we are talking about this, which is the next topic that I wanted to go into, was do you feel like we are too easy on men or too hard on men? Or does it just differ? I guess it depends on the individual. But you know, I had an episode yesterday uh with two men. Um, and I'll be putting that out soon. And that was such a great episode because they, they really got deep into stuff from a male's perspective, but mm-hmm. it, it's to the point where it's like, are we too hard on it? Of course it was a topic of black women because for some reason it's always a matter of, um, black women and us being in a sense difficult or have an attitude or nagging and all that stuff. And it's like, are we being hard on them or is it that the men aren't really doing enough? I'm going to be honest with you, and um, I think society had a plan for us. Here go me and my conspiracy theory. (laughs) I truly believe that um, the things that's been going on has made our men tired. Okay. And I feel like we have the upper hand more far as jobs. Um, look, I mean, look at it. Look at all the women now that have their own business. Yeah, you're right. The women, we we making money moves. Yeah. We are CEOs. You know what I'm saying? And, and the men are watching this. And they're supposed to be, you know, the hunters. Yeah. They're supposed to be the providers. So like that, they're a little, you know, their their ego is bruised. They're not gonna say it. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But their ego is really bruised because they're supposed to be out there protecting us. True. I mean, look at Breonna Taylor. Look, look what's going on right now. 
They can't protect us. You're right. And I feel a lot of that has a lot to do with a lot of the brothers dating non-black women. As far as what? As far as the emotional side. I sometimes think... Oh, okay, okay. You know what I mean? I sometimes think that I don't think we're too hard on them. I don't think that we're too soft. I think we both are going through a lot. Okay. And, and men are not that bright. My mom <laughs> told me that. I never understood that until girl took me a long time to get it. She said, don't, don't try to understand a man. Men are not bright. Mama never lied. Okay. I so, mean, when you say it that way, it does make sense. I mean... Yeah, you know, because once you break it down as far as them supposed to, you know, being the hunters, the providers, etc. And now women are, you know, on their boss shit, CEO, making money. Mm -hmm. So I do feel like, you know, our standards or our expectations have exceeded because now it's not a matter of like, okay, well, he's the man and he takes care of everything. So my responsibilities are this versus now it's like, okay, well. I can go out here and do the same thing. So what else can you do for me type thing? And guys are probably like, mm -hmm. okay, all of a sudden women want X, Y, Z. Y'all asking for too much. We're not. You guys aren't doing as much as you used to, but you want the same expectations to remain. How? Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. how do you want them to remain if you're doing less? Then because they always compare, oh, your grandma, your grandfather asked them, but the dynamic was so much different. Like, the Absolutely. grandfather was um, making money and bringing the bacon home and et cetera. And then the mm -hmm. grandma was cleaning the house, taking care of the children where things are so different now. And then they wonder why women have like, you know, a little bit more expectations to mm -hmm. what the guy has to offer. So it's like, it's different times, but I think everyone's having a hard time adapting. Look, look at Kanye West. He didn't say he, he, he probably said the same things. Amber Rose, he felt like, uh, he probably, you know what I'm saying? Let's yeah. just say, let's just switch it. He, he de-dumped Amber Rose for, for Kim Kardashian. Yeah, I know. I know. Do you get where I'm going with this? She yep. has more money. She has her stuff. Is Hello? Why can't we have the same? You're right. But here's the thing, though. If I was to meet a man, now a blue-collar man, and why I say a blue-collar man, you look at a man's hand. You look at his hand. If his hands are kind of hard, has some calluses on there, that's a hard-looking man. That's a hard-working man. That's the kind of man you want. Yeah. If that's the type of man you're looking for. Mm -hmm. If he can repair things, you know what I'm saying? Look, I met a woman. She is an anesthesiologist. She met this guy. She knew this guy since high school. Okay? They end up getting married, whatever. You know, he, he's a blue-collar guy. He's a carpenter and electrician. She makes good money, right? I'm sure she does. She bought a home, bought a couple of houses. Guess what the husband did? What did he do? He fixed some houses up, right? Mm. Guess what they did with those houses? Sold them. Exactly. Do you mm. get where I'm going? Yes, ma'am. If we can find men that are good with their hands, that have great hobbies, that can be monetized then I, I will date or be with someone let's just say if I was a doctor and I you know and I can financially help us I yeah help him 
help us, mm-hmm. then he's contributing. And you know what? He gonna feel like a man because you made him feel like a man. I'm out here building houses. I'm yeah. building stuff. I'm repairing things. I'm a man. You're right. You know, we got five homes. We we got like that. And guess what? She's not even an anesthesiologist no more. Guess what she's doing now? She retired because they have houses that they own and fix together. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I'm sure when she started dating him, a lot of people had certain things to say. Why you don't date another doctor? Mm -hmm. Why would you date him? Blah, blah. And look where they at. That's awesome. And see, that's what we need to do. We do need to uplift our men because they are in, you know, it depends. Like I said, it depends on what type of man he is. Is he a money-making man? Because I hate hearing men make excuses and not try to apply their gifts to make right. money mm-hmm. and that's the problem but a lot of them don't know how to do that but if you have the type of man where you can say look you do this maybe you should do such and such such and such I'm not saying go pay for it but give him suggestions and if he don't apply it then you ain't got time because I kind of feel like a man if a man really wants you and he wants to take care of you He's going to do those things because some men don't mind if a woman makes more money than him. Yeah. But he, he got to do something. Definitely has to do something. I agree with you. But I, I, I do think, like you said, he whether or not he applies it, some are not receptive to what you're saying, although your delivery is not to, you know, be condescending, but it's kind of like, okay, well, this ain't working out. How about this? You give suggestions, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And they just don't take it. And you're just kind of like, so are you okay with your situation? Because you're not, but then you're not really doing anything to get out of it. And I feel like it's a constant cycle. But again, if he wanted to get out of the situation, he would, um, whether or not it's for himself or whether or not it is to take care of his woman. But I, I do agree. And that was another part of the conversation that we had yesterday, uh, which kind of took a weird turn but it was basically about like black women and black men like supporting each other and Mm -hmm. and it got to the point where I I did say and I do feel like it's just a constant I feel like the the both both parties kind of feel like the other is the enemy so it's really hard to actually come together long term everything seems so permanent it'll be like protect black women protect black men depending on what's happening and then the next day there'll be some bullshit about something happening with a black man a black woman are talking about it or vice versa and it's all forgotten within 24 hours and it's like <laughs> I'm just like I don't know I, I wish it would be different I do love my black men um, as I've said before but you know I ain't gonna front it'd be hard with them man it'd be I really know. hard man I'd be it like is. lord <laughs> yeah it is it's very difficult i think i think it's because we haven't healed we're not healed we have a lot of emotional you know you know it's just so much emotion yeah and and it's that's why it's so important to have a a male friend that you can talk to Mm -hmm. you know like if i have an issue with a guy i call one of my male friends me too i call one of my girlfriends i do sometimes but a guy I mean, he's a guy. Yeah, they will give you some perspective. perspective. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
So, and they'll let you know, like, uh-uh, girl, you got to roll out. Like, I, did, he's not serious, or that's not a good situation. That, mm-hmm. And then sometimes they'll let you know, you are tripping, girl. You need to cut it out, okay? <laughs> like, yeah. So, yeah, you're right. Having a male perspective is always helpful, for sure, because yeah. we, don't, we don't know what they're thinking. Nope. Um, all right, well, thank you. Can you let the listeners know where they can find your podcast or any other projects you have going on? Yes, they can find me on Station Head. All they have to do is download the app, Station Head, look for Bourgeois Latte, follow me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter under Bourgeois Latte. Instagram is Bourgeois Latte underscore Valencia. And um, yeah, there's the link on my um, my page. And um, weekends, you'll catch me on Station Head. If you're an independent artist, hit me up. If you want to come and hang out with the cougars, you know, hit me up. <laughs> Girl, thank you for having me on. Yes, thank you ball. for joining. Thank you, thank you. I'll definitely tag you so they'll be able to find the correct spelling because they probably like, what she say? I know, I but know. yes, I love the name anyways. <laughs> Bourgeois Latte sounds thank fancy, you. Girl. Girl, I love coffee. That's why I love coffee. Yes, you're music. always posting about coffee in the morning. Yes. I'll be scrolling. you be like, coffee time. <laughs> girl, I, girl, I make, I roast my own coffee beans sometimes. Nice. Girl, I'm a coffee connoisseur. I can tell you anything about coffee. You'd be fascinated. Really? It's like wine. Oh, yeah, girl. Coffee is like wine tasting. Do you get coffee from all over? All over. Mm. It is amazing. I've never used to be this serious about coffee, but I'm telling you, it's like it's an experience. It's not just drinking coffee. It is seriously an experience. Really? I just go right to Dunkin' Donuts. (laughs) Girl, if you brew your own, have a French press and a, a... be a letty mocha pot girl your taste buds you'll be like what the hell have i been missing <laughs> i will so, have yeah. to check it out i'll have to get some coffee tips i have a keurig i don't really use it though i still go to dunks which is terrible but girl i don't like keurig you, can't do <laughs> you don't Mm-mm. girl because i drink more than one cup that's oh, like okay me. yeah it is they, co- <laughs> they be mad small too <laughs> uh-huh i don't even have a drip coffee maker girl I'm serious when I say I have I have the one that you put on the stove. Oh, you are not okay? playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining me. You are the bomb. I am thank so you. glad we got to do this. I love hearing your perspective, whether it's on this episode or whether it's uh, under my little Instagram post. You always Girl. be saying some good stuff, so I definitely enjoy hearing from you. Girl, I love your page. I love the questions. The topics are on point. Thank of you. I'm gonna be shoot of course i'm gonna comment (laughs) thank you thank you thank you well i know you have your show to do i'm sure it's gonna be a blast in the glass is this the um do you have an artist on yes tonight takira thompson she's a black ballerina oh yes come through girl and you got to see her video girl you can come through just download station here it's stationhead.live slash bourgeois latte and you will and you will um i'll send you the link yes please i would definitely check you I'm out i'm telling you she got that erica badu macy gray vibe mm. oh yeah. it's definitely about to be a little vibe okay <laughs> all right i'll send me the link i'll check it out all right all right thank you you're so welcome thank you you're welcome